0: to hear an anointed, powerful word that will change your life from Treasure Coast Victory Center. Be blessed as your faith goes from one level of glory to another level of glory. Well, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. I'd just like to share off the cuff this morning a little bit with, uh, you know, I run into a lot of people, and so do you with people who are addicted, who have addictions, who have addictions. And I just want you to know that I've been dealing with an addiction now for quite some time. And uh, I've been fighting to get rid of it, but God won't let me get rid of it, so I'm still addicted my addiction is in 1st Corinthians chapter 16 1st Corinthians 16 are you there I want you to get there make sure it's in your bible I didn't make it up I've been praying actually for you to get the same addiction 1 Corinthians 16, look at verse 15. I beseech you, brethren, you know the house of Stephanas, that is the first fruits of Archaea, and that they have addicted themselves to the ministry of the saints. So notice, addiction's in the Bible, isn't it? You are to be, and I have been, addicted to the ministry of the saints. That means your job, and one of your main jobs, is not only you, but you to help and build up other saints who are around you. And when you look over the past few years and, you know, more than a few years basically, it was talked a little bit about men, there has been an attack on manhood. There's been an attack on men. There's been wanting to keep the man suppressed, want to keep the man down. The man's no longer needed. The woman's got her own job. She can get her own house. She can do everything. And everything the man has in his heart to do for her, he can't do anymore because she can do it for herself. So man has been suppressed. Some people call it a Jezebel spirit. What's it? I mean, you read in the Bible whenever there was a tragedy and somebody went around to kill all the babies, they never killed the females. Come on, they killed the men, didn't they? So there must be some significance in that, and we're in a time now where that suppression continues to go on in men. People say, but the men aren't just doing like they're supposed to do. There's more pressure on the man spiritually, and many times the men don't take time to get spirit, to fight the spirit that's fighting them. Can we talk this morning? And I'll tell you what. As a woman or a wife, you have a responsibility. I know you women want to arise, but don't suppress your husband in your arising. See, a lot of their problems is you. Come on. Well, I'm going up into all this spirituality. Look at me. Look, at, look where he's at. Look where, you know, he don't need any help being suppressed. There's already a spirit in the world now trying to keep him down, and he don't need you to be one to do it. I mean, if you ain't got anything good to say about your husband, shut up. Come on, I'm, t- I'm telling you honesty here, because you got power in whatever you speak. Look at him; he just doesn't do nothing in the church. He never reads his Bible. Blah 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 blah. I mean, no, 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 ladies, you're his helpmate, not his hurt mate. Now we're having a women's meeting, aren't we? Come on, yeah. Where's all the Woo-hoo! Jesus? See? Come on, you see? If you want your man to raise up, then help raise him up. Yes. Don't push him down. Don't where he's at and keep pushing him down because there's enough things in the world keeping him down right now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, every commercial you see usually has the man as the stupid. No, yeah. yeah. you know, like progressive commercials out there all the time. You might be like your parents. Well, maybe it'd be a good thing if some kids grew up to be like their parents yeah. Yeah. and shows all the dumb things that he thinks parents does. Well, let me tell you what. I hope my kids grow up into some of the things that I've grown up to. Yeah. People say, I don't want my kids to be like me. I do. I want them to be partly like me. See, and all this pressure comes in, and man can't do this, and man's the idiot, and man's the dumbbell, and all that's coming in to keep us down, men, but we don't have to stay down, praise God. And let me tell you why, because we are men. Men. And when you get in the Word of God and you start studying in the promises who you really are in the Word of God, nobody will ever, including your wife or anybody else, will be able to suppress you again, praise God because you'll get over it but how many know it's better when your wife's helping you because you women don't understand what you say to your man is more important than what anybody else anybody else says out there is what you say to him makes a difference and if you're building him up he'll go up if you're sharing with him he'll take the sharing he may look like he's not listening to you come on but he is yeah he hears every word you say, good or bad, building up or tearing down. It's all out there, and it all goes right in here, whether he's showing you that he's blocking it out or not. It makes a difference, see? And other members in the body of Christ, it matters what you're saying to them and whether you're building them up or why you're getting on their case. If they're having difficulties, we want to train them up in the way they... We don't want to keep telling them the way they're gone's bad. We want to tell them the way they... They're just like children, Every, it's spiritual or natural. You want to tell them the way they... If you don't tell them the way they should good go, what good is it to correct them? And they don't know, know where to go anywhere. And they're not in the Word of God. Well, you shouldn't do that. And they're thinking, well, what should I do? I don't know, but you shouldn't do that. So they don't do that. Now what do I do? I don't do that anymore. But no, we train them up in the way they should go. And that's what's training is all about. It's the way they should go. When we preach here, we're telling you the way you should go. The way you should do things. The way it should. And we base it on God's Word because God knows better. Then we know. So even in our marriages, a men's meeting is wonderful because when men get together, we can relax and we can just be men. We can talk, we can say whatever we want, everybody shares. It's really neat. Even if we don't have a long sermon or whatever, we're getting together and we're doing that. but that's not all of it. Home is part of it. You know, How'd you feel the first time you told your kid no?" And they said, "I hate you." <laughs> Ever happen? Yes. How many times often? I hate you, I hate you. Well, you know they didn't really hate you. They just didn't get their own way. So we don't want to always have our own way at the expense of suppressing someone else around us in order to do that. And as males and females and marriages and dating and whatever you're doing, your words to one another, and what I preach at weddings, your words are very powerful to each other, but especially to your spouse's. So men who are already being suppressed and already aren't that feely and aren't that emotional and aren't all that stuff, we're just men, praise God. Sometimes you have to kickstart our feelings even as women, you know, a little happiness here, a little something there, a little, because I'll tell you what, it seems like every time somebody gets out of sorts with me as a pastor, I mean, you know, I got more people coming at me than most Whenever somebody has an issue with me, and I don't even know what the issue is, probably something I did, I didn't know I did, but they did it to them, and they thought they had it. The first thing they will do, they will attack your character and you, and they can do it in, in a roundabout way. They don't have to come right at you. In other words, somebody leaves the church. Why? I don't know. Some, maybe my hair wasn't parted right. I don't even parted or I don't know, but the next thing you'll see on Facebook or here, basically, is all the greatness they've got at the new church they're going to how excited it is to be there how great the music and pastor is and they spread it out to the whole world now they're not spreading it out because it's a nice place they're spreading it out hoping that it gets back to you (laughs) come on are you following me well that church stinks over there that's where i came from that i want him to know that it stinks praise god but i've been in this business long enough where i know what's going on See, I'm above the natural hurts and feelings and the, and the offenses and the stuff. I can see what's going on. So what I do, I pray for them people. I pray to God they do find a church that blesses their hearts, that gets them going, that ministers to them, that moves upon them, that they can grow the things of the Lord, that they can do it. But there's roundabout ways of doing things that we've got to become sensitive to so we don't do them. See, it, it doesn't take much, and sometimes we say it without thinking it. But if our heart's right, say our heart. And I tell you, this whole spiritual walk has no, very little to do with this. It has all to do with this here. You know, me me and Luann were talking this morning. We we had some new songs we were trying to do. And the worst thing we found out from being up here in the music is the worst thing you can do when a new song comes is try to learn it. (laughs) You know, you pull up the lyrics and you're going over the lyrics and you're singing along with the song and you're doing it. You can't learn it. For some reason, you just can't do it. But if you just play it over and over, driving down the road over and over, all at once it gets in here. And when it gets in here, you don't have to learn the words because the words are already in here. Are you following me? And the word of God's the same way. See, we don't want to get it in here. We just want to scam over the top every now and then, get a little bit of crust to put in there. And when we're in trouble, we'll try to find the, the verse that we need at that time. You know, I know it's in here someplace. Pastor preached on it a couple weeks ago. There it is. I'm healed. From, no, no, no. No, it's got to be in here, see? And all these promises we're talking about, they're not just yes, but they're also... Oh, amen means so be it. That's, I'm done with it. That's it. I'm healed. I'm blessed. I'm anointed. That's the way I'm going to live. That's the way I'm going to do things. Everybody's yesing them. Are you healed? Yes. Are you blessed? Yes. Two days later, I'm broke and I'm sick. Well, they were either ye- amen or they weren't amen because he's not going to come back. You know, he's, we're not going to do a resurrection again not going to come back and die on the cross so he's trying to get across to us the promises are not only hopeful promises but they are yes and amen promises in other words these things belong to me they are like Charlena was talking this morning you know i see that as her child trying to be abducted at a parking lot she has two girls and they try to abduct their daughters are you going to say well should i go get them or not go get them should I try to help him? Do you think or not help him? No, you smack that guy upside the head, and you get your girls, and you get out of there. It's the same way spiritually. Only we don't see it spiritually; we just see it. Wow, well, this this is what happens. Symptoms come around. Da 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 da. There's an old guy over at the baseball field. He comes. He lives right across. There's a Genesis there, and he can walk to the ball games. And he's had something to do with Warner University for a long time. And I've been. Running into him when I go over there and we sit and talk, you know, and everything else. And he came and I hadn't seen him much this year because I've been in the stands chasing around the little one rather than down the side where he's at. Everything changes when you have a grand kid. <laughs> so I was there yesterday and basically uh, he came up beside me and said, hey, hi. I said, hey, good to see you. Uh, he said, how you doing? I said, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. So good to see you. We stood there a little bit and all at once he said, you didn't ask me how I'm doing. I thought, well, I said, well, how are you doing? He said, Terrible. He said, terrible, what's the matter with you? He said, well, January they diagnosed me with leukemia. Oh, okay. And I said, well, what are they doing about it? He says, well, they give him shots, yeah. 10 shots, two here, two here, two here, two here, two here, wherever, and they do that to him to try to take care of the leukemia. And I said, well, gee, did, did, did you know I was a pastor? No, I didn't. I know you never cussed or anything, but I didn't know you were a pastor. <laughs> well, I said, you should have. The only people who don't cuss are pastors, so you should have. <laughs> So anyway, we got talking a little bit and I said, Well, you know, God wants to heal you. Yeah, I know. He I know if he, he's God and he, he I said, Well, you know, I'm a pastor. I lay hands on people and they get healed all the time. And he said, Well, yeah, well, yeah. I said, well, do you want to pray for you? He said, man, anything's gonna help, you know, whatever. I mean, you know, rabbit's foot, whatever you got, we'll take at this point, you know, it does not really matter to me. I don't really care, you know. So so I just laid hands on him right there. And I said, You know, be gone, be healed, top of your head, soles of your feet. I said, How do you feel? He said, That felt good. I said, What are you gonna do now? Well, it's probably just gonna get worse, and I'm gonna get some more shots and- I said, is that what you're expecting? He said, well, that's what they tell me. I said, well, let me tell you, if I pray for you, you need to be expecting just a little bit better than that, if you could, you know. Let's, let's expect something just a little bit better than that, you know. What do you got to lose, I said. He said, well, I don't have anything. So I said, I'm going to pray for you, and then you're going to expect God to touch you and heal you. How's that? And, of course, it's... And I ran into a fanatic. What am I doing here? I'm standing out in the middle of people. He's laying hands on me. The guy's a nut. I wish he did cuss and wasn't a pastor. I don't know. (laughs) But when you're in that situation, how many know you'll take anything? So I went ahead and prayed for him again. I said, I'll be back here next Saturday. I said, they have one more home series, and I'm coming back here, and I expect a good report from you. And, and of course, he's going, yeah, 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 yeah. So praise God. And all you can do, how many know you can just believe? How many know you can't believe for anybody else? you got to believe for you. Yeah. So as ministering of the saints, we want to believe the best for each other. Yes. We want to believe the best for our spouses. We want to believe the best for our pastors. We want to believe the best for everybody who's in the Are some people headed in the wrong direction doing something wrong? Probably. But let's not look at that and, and stare at that and talk about that and gossip about that and go about that. Let's try to pray them back in line. And then if they come to you for correction you can correct them I found out when they come to you for correction it's a lot better than you just going up and start correcting them that's a good way to get shot find out if they have a carry permit before you do that it don't work that way so we're here but we're here to grow and we want to grow individually but we want to see everybody else the biggest blessing there is to me is to see other people grow the biggest blessing there is to me is look out in the crowd and see what's going on to see the Luann's to see the Kelly's to see the Patrick's to see the John's to see all these people the Vinnies and all these who have come from a place but they've grown up in the things of God and that's the most exciting thing for me you know that if there is such a crown that's my crown See, I, I don't want to service babies my whole life. I'm not a good diaper changer. I found out that whenever the baby poops her pants, I can delegate. I have an anointing of delegation on my life, so I delegate. It's either Brandy or Becky. We've got a little problem here. needs to be dealt with. I've got something else to do now, so please step in. Wisdom. wisdom, but we want to grow each other up. We want to do it. I mean, it's good to see John taking over the men. Donovan's been talking about it too, getting involved in it. It's good to see people getting involved to help raise other people up in this church. And the men need to get together. There's no question about it. Praise God. We know we needed it forever. And now, and now it's going to start finally, praise God, hallelujah. And the men are going to get together and the women are going to help out and they're going to, I mean, that's what we need. A picnic, I think, is a great idea. We need something like that where we can just be us yeah. and go out and grill and eat and have some fun and do whatever and praise God. It's all part of the community that we are and all part of the kingdom, yes. you know, that we are. So we want to keep growing up. We want to keep doing things. Don't complain and criticize about every little thing. In anybody's life, especially your spouses, especially the churches. Oh, we don't like that. Oh, we don't like that. Oh, we don't like that. I get, I get more people telling me what to do who have never done anything in their life. Yeah. See? My, my question is always, what did you build so far? Well, we're at home, and we got three people coming on Tuesday nights, and we're having our ministry right there because we don't believe you need to be at a church now. We're just a ministering out there, and we want you to know. You got a 501c3. I tell you, you're under the devil right now. It, and you check them up, and it's always people, praise God, who got nothing going on and should be in a church because they'd be very valuable in there. Amen. There are people out there by themselves right now who belong in a church. She talked about the fivefold ministry. The reason why there's not a fivefold ministry is because three of them won't join. Right. Sorry, Charlie. You told me to be free tonight, and I'm free this morning, praise God, whether you like it or not. Yeah, in order to have a fivefold ministry, you got to have five people in it who are in those offices. Am I right? Yeah. Praise God. But you can't keep them there. Everybody wants to run the show. Everybody wants to step outside theirs and do what they think they should be doing. And then they start murmuring complaining, and complaining. Then you're glad they're gone. I'd rather have a 2 that don't complain than a 5 who's a pain. Come on now. We're talking this morning. Dear God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yeah, there's people out there who are mightily anointed, who would be mightily valuable in a church. But I'll tell you what happened. They were in a church once and they got hurt at that little hurt. And now we don't have to go back anymore. So they're searching scriptures to find out that you don't have to go, hopefully. Oh, we are the church. We don't need a body of believers. We don't need right here. No, no, no. Come on, grow up a little bit, praise God. Get where you belong, and, you're, and you'll flourish. You won't have to be working 14 jobs on the side while you have your Friday night five-people ministry. God will bless you. God has blessed us abundantly. We came from nothing. We've got whatever God wants us to have right now. Hallelujah. We've got a brand-new painted building. Glory to God. I expect you all have suits on on Easter. No, I'm just, I, no, I take that out of lie there. No, no. nope, nope, nope. No, 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 We're going to be like Jesus, robes and sandals if you want to come. That's fine. Come on. whatever you want to come in, that's fine. But the church is going to come together sooner or later, and the people are going to get in their right spots, or somebody else is going to take that spot, and we're going to be able to grow. Here, you know, we've had teachings over the last couple months by different people on Wednesday night, and each one of them have a different anointing. They have a different way of doing things, and my goodness sakes, you should be here, and if not, you should at least listen to what they had to say on the line because people have come a ways. Praise God. Hallelujah. We had Patrick and Chrissy for Patrick to get up. I don't care if he didn't say anything for him to get up and take the microphone and stand here. It was like, my God is like moving the Red Sea for God's sake. Because he's, he's here every week. He can't avoid me. He gets the word every week, whether he lacketh it or not. And you know that word's going in there. And you know he's got things to say. And you know, as a couple, they got things to do. So to get him up here, and you know, people said, what do you think? I think he got up there. Praise God. And a couple times, he even spoke. <laughs> yep, he even spoke a couple times. Well, what is that? That's a breakthrough, praise God. And all of you got a story. All of you got anointing on the inside. God's speaking to you about something, and somebody may need that something He's speaking to you about. Many of the times, when I read the Bible in the morning, I'm reading it, reading, and don't really seem to get anything out of it. I'll tell you, the first person that walks up to me wants an answer, and I read that answer this morning. It wasn't even for me; it was for them, and I didn't know I was even reading it to get it for them. And there's, well, I just read that this morning. Praise God, that's something. I, I thought God was messing up again and not giving me the right word, but He got it right. And then that word's right there, and the Scripture's right where. That's the way we're going to minister. That's the way we're going to get addicted. You've got to get addicted to the Word of God first. The Word of God is important. Listening to teaching tapes, reading the Word of God, meditating on the Word of God, songs with the Word of God in. We tried to hit the promises the best we could this morning. Yes and amen. I know it's a fast song. I know nobody knows the song, praise God. But still, it's a good song. When it says, yes, I'm blessed. And if I'm healed, then bless God. I am healed, glory to God. That, that's the amen on top of the yes, praise God. And when you start walking in that, then you're gonna see other people's problems in a different light. You're not gonna see it as that's just the way they are. Oh my God, they've always been like this. Oh Jesus, here they come again. It's a, you know there's something behind it that you can deal with because you understand it and you can hit that thing, praise God, and get it off their life. We wanna help one another grow. There's nothing better than to do that in your life. You grow, that's good, but boy, you help somebody else. There's something, I don't know what it is. There's a feeling that comes over you, spiritual, physical, whatever, where you help someone out of their predicament, praise God glory to God I mean I love marrying couples I don't like to marry one every week but but I love marrying couples because you know you're starting them off you know in their life together and you're not giving them enough words but just if you can give them just watch your mouth with each other if you just get that across they're going to have a lot better marriage than if they don't so it's an opportunity for me to get them started in the right direction going in the right direction the same way with us we want to bless one another as a marriage we want to grow together we don't want to survive how long have you been married? 40 years. I can't believe we made it this far. <laughs> like my dad used to say, how long have you been married? All my life. <laughs> all my life. <laughs> yep. And then mom would do something he didn't like and he'd say, that's why they only give you one. I want you to know that's why they give you one. That's all you're allowed to have. That's enough. He pities the kings back in the old days who had a bunch of them, praise God. But no, we're going to grow up in the things of God, praise God. We're going to rise. Yes, if you're going to rise, women, take the men with you. Amen. Take them along. Don't put them down. Don't get them down. It's all in their time. How many of you know that men are a little different and women are a little different? That's just the way things are set up. Can't do much different about it. But there's got to be a, a, a little pushing sometimes for men, a little kick, a little love token, you know. so glad. You're you so wonderful. Do, do, do. The man just goes, And I'm explaining to you because I'm a man. I know how this works. Do you understand? (laughs) It works, praise God, yeah. And you can raise them up. You can get them there. And if you go up higher, I found out in mine because I got born again first. We were Catholics. I got born again first. She wasn't born again. And I mean, right off the bat, how many of you know you want to grab your spouse? and you just want to I don't care if they're in a keyhole you want to jerk them through there and you want to get them in the kingdom of God and I'd go to her forcefully sometimes and I went out one time and said man I'm going to preach this gospel all around the world and she said you're not even a priest and you don't even know the word of God (laughs) and how many know she speaketh truth I wasn't a priest and I didn't know the word of God yet (laughs) but yeah it was there, but then you casually just live your life. You casually get in the Word. Your spouse will see it. They'll slowly start to grow when you're so sweet to them all the time and so nice to them all the time and loving to them all the time and they'll just say, woo, what's going on here? Maybe this book does work, praise God. It's... And then you think if it'll work on her, it'll certainly work on me because she got a lot more problems than I ever had, praise God. So we want to grow up together, don't we? We want to take our time. We don't want to suppress. We want to raise each other up. We want to bring each other up. We want to bless one another. We want to speak kind words to one another. We want to encourage one another. We want to do these things, praise God, because that's the way the body of Christ grows up. That's where we go as a body. And other people that come in here, they never came in and said, we're coming here for your marvelous preaching. We're coming up here for your fancy attire. We're coming up here for anything. No, they come up because they said, when I walked in here, I felt love. I felt like people cared for me. I felt like people, and that's the kind of church you want. I mean, no, that's what people are looking for. Just accept me and love me the way I am would somebody do that please and when they come to a place like that they're accepted and they're loved and they say wow I'm going to keep coming back here and how many know once we do that we got them hooked (laughs) because then we can hit them with the word of God and get them up front sometime and blast them in the Holy Ghost and knock them down and praise God hallelujah and that's what it's all about we want to do it even in our workplaces and other places in the family every place we go and I tell you your kids will watch you and if you're blessing one another growing one another they'll see that as the normal marriage I mean, no, most kids right now don't even know what a marriage is because most of them don't have a dad or a mom or anything else and they're running around out. They don't even know what marriage is. So how are they going to get married and have a marriage? It's not going to work that way, see? So they've got to have an example to do that, praise God. Like Josh always said, when he was at home, we are the most, what was the word? Dysfunctional. Dysfunctional family in the whole world. And why was that? Because we weren't allowing him to do what he wanted to do, so we're dysfunctional. If we did everything he wanted us to do as a teenager, then we would have been a classical functional. But then he got out there and started running around with some of his friends, started dating a girl, and came back and said, we are the most functional family I've ever seen in my entire life. (laughs) See, nobody else was with their spouse yet. Most of them were divorced. Most of them were out there. We're still going together. We're still loving each other. We're still doing everything else. It's just because they couldn't do what they want to do. And even in your own life, how many know some of us still act like talent when we don't get what we want? She got, I can't believe how she learned the pouting thing in two weeks. <laughs> two weeks ago, she was an, a complete angel. Now it's... I'm <laughs> thinking, dear God, what happened? I should have lived here two weeks and kept her in line or something. I don't know what's going on. But how many know that's all a part of growing up? And it's the same in growing up as a Christian, the same growing up in a church, praise God. There's growing up. There's some things you're going to be told to do that you don't want to do. The Word of God's going to tell you. But we're going to do the Word of God. If you need a word from God, read the Word. Amen. Oh, don't run to hither to wither and look for somebody to speak a word into your life. I'm telling you right now, it's gone so crazy. Prophetic-wise, it's ridiculous. Everybody's got a word. Everybody's a prophet. And if you're looking for one, I'll tell you what, you'll get one. I guarantee you'll get one. It may be God, it may not. That's for you to know the difference and be able to deal with it. But you can get a word right out of here, praise God. I feel dead inside. Then read the word. Get some life on the inside of you. I don't know my direction. Go to the word. It gives you direction, praise God. As long as you're in the word of God, you won't need those things because you're going to have them out here. God wants to speak to your heart. Now, if you're out there someplace and you need direction, then God will send somebody to you. You don't have to go looking for direction. Are you following me? I know a lot of prophets don't like this teaching, but it's the truth. It's 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 the truth. I mean, I had people prophesy over me. My God, as soon as you get into ministry, everybody's got a word for you. Uh, Everybody. uh, uh, uh. I told the story before. I'm going to tell it again. We went down to West Palm Beach one time. There was a couple here who... We're in the ministry with us, supporting us, and they had this guy who was coming around, and he was coming to West Palm Beach, and they wanted us to go. Well, usually we don't go, but we went. We went down there, and there was some guy preaching, and there's a bunch of pastors there, and all at once, the anointing hit him. He starts prophesying over everybody, and of course, as he's prophesying, I'm sinking, like some of you do. (laughs) When we want to lay hands on people. And you close your eyes, you figure if you're not looking at them, they're not looking at you. And basically, he called us up, and he came up, and, oh, yes, you're just starting in the ministry, which was true, and blah, 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 and and your marriage is going to go through terrible turmoils, and there's time when you're going to, there's time, praise God, when you're going to be separated, and there's time where you're, there's time when he got to about the third sentence, and I went down in the unspirit. I said, I'm going to take this crap. I'm going to take a courtesy drop. He ain't speaking over me anymore. I'm going out of here. So I went down, praise God. I think she stayed up, and I was getting out of there, praise God, at that time. She didn't know as much as I did. I got out of there, praise God. And once I fell down, he couldn't prophesy real much anymore because he didn't think I was listening, and that was the end of it. But I don't need that. Do you see what I mean? I'd rather have this and what's in my heart rather than somebody trying to tell me how to run my marriage, my God, stand there and curse my marriage for 15 minutes, and then take up an offering, I'll be taking money out of that basket, praise God, and putting it someplace putting it someplace where somebody's preaching the Word of God, for God's sakes. Good thing they didn't pass it around when I was up there yet, praise God. So, But yeah, you hear words over you. If they don't line up with something already in your heart, you blow them off. You don't let anybody convince you of who you are and what you can do by the Word of God. The Word of God will convince you, and they should confir- confirm the Word that's in your heart. So if they tell you, you're going to Australia tomorrow. Boy, you better have it in your heart already. And not say it's prophet like Joe Joe who tells everybody right. No, we don't want to do that. And I'm not disclaiming prophets. There are prophets out there who are good prophets. Are you following me? Yeah. I don't want to make it look like, oh, he's anti prophet. We ain't on there anymore. No, I'm not anti any fivefold ministry. I just want all fivefold to get in the spot they belong in, number one, and they're going to find out that they're going to be blessed financially, they're going to be blessed spiritually, they're going to be blessed in every single area of their life. If they just get in their lane and do what they're called to do, God is just going to, whoosh, the Holy Ghost is going to move more mightily through their ministry and everything else. But you've got to get in that place. You can't make a place. And sometimes you have to come and submit for a little bit. Oh, I'm not submitting to any pastor. I know more than I do. And there's also an apostolic anointing on me. I mean, I can't help it. I didn't want it. It came. So I'm here. I can help pastors. When I talk to pastors, I'm there looking to help those pastors and them help me. Praise God. Hallelujah. And I'll tell you what, if you're somebody who's really going to believe the word, and I'm talking about really believing the word. I'm not talking about saying, I believe the word, being able to quote the scriptures. I'm talking about when when the enemy attacks, you use the word as a sword of the spirit immediately (laughs) and the shield of faith and you drive him off. See? Because we're able to do that. So we got a call a long time ago. There was somebody on TBN, and they wanted me to be a guest. First time I was ever on TV. So I went on, and it was a pastor down the road here. And we we meet in the green room, they call it. You go back there and discuss what you want to do, what you don't want to do. And he starts saying, well, what's God telling you? I said, I don't know. You're the leader of the thing. What's God telling you? Well, God says that the church is going to get bigger and blah, 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 blah. And he said, what's God telling you? I said, well, God's telling me the church don't know that the power of God lives on the inside of them and they've been raised and seated in heavenly places far above all principality, power, might, and dominion. And these devils that are chasing people on ought to be cast out in the name of Jesus and every single one. Got so after that, we got on stage and all. once he called? And our guest today is Crazy Tom from Treasure Coast Victory Center. Crazy Tom. Remember that? Crazy Tom. I thought, know yeah, I'm crazy because I believe the word. See, so after that, every time he hosted and I came on, guess who I was? Crazy Tom. Tom. We got Crazy Tom from Treasure Coast Victory Center. I sort of liked it. I was going to put a sign up, Crazy Tom ministers here. (laughs) (laughs) What makes you crazy? You believe. See, everybody's a believer until the attack comes. See, if you're a believer, stay a believer stay believing on the word we want to do that we want to help one another believe the word we want to help our spouses believe the word now honey you know the word says this and this is what we're going to stand together on stupid what's the matter with you don't you know what the word says see that's not going to work we're growing in love we're growing up together our marriages are getting stronger our kids are full of the holy ghost we got one of the best children's ministries in the entire world i'll tell you that right now those kids are learning something back there do you know that they're learning some stuff back there. They're just not playing romper room and, uh, you know, who can hammer the things in right and all that kind of stuff. We do that. I mean, other churches are better, have better kids' ministries and the idea they have more games and more all this stuff. These kids are learning something up here, praise God. And that's what we want. We want them to grow. It, it, it blessed me to see a 10-year-old, somebody somebody walk up and say, I ain't feeling good. And he says, go in Jesus' name and walk away. Wouldn't that be neat? Imagine in school and somebody says, I don't feel good today. The kid says, wait a minute, teacher. Get out of here in Jesus' name. Goes back and sits down. After his suspension <laughs> He'll be allowed back in the classroom again and make up the work that he missed in the week that they kicked him out. Praise God. But that's the way kingdom thinks, do you see? That's the world thinks a different way, but we're gonna start thinking a different way and continue to think a different way. Since so we're gonna be there's gonna be more than crazy Tom, there's gonna to be crazy Luann, crazy crazy everybody, Kim, Joan, Mary, everybody's gonna be crazy, praise God. I'll let Treasure Crows Victory Center crazies. Yes. Simply because we're going to simply believe the Word of God. What are you going to do about that situation? I'm just going to believe the Word of God. What are you going to do about this? I guess I'll just believe the Word. What are you going to do about that? I guess I'll just believe the Word of God. Nothing else to do. There's nothing else to do. How many of you know that? Nothing in the natural hell. Praise God. So we're growing, we're going forward, we're loving one another, we're growing in the things of the Lord, and we'll have a wonderful, hopefully, thing next week also on Easter. Who knows? Praise God what's going on for sure, but glory to God, hallelujah. We love each and every one of you. We're so glad. I mean, have been in the church now in May, it'll be 22 years, 22 years. And I mean it just keeps getting better, I'm telling you right now. It's not getting worse. I hear pastors all the time, I gotta retire pretty soon, it's wearing me out. If it's wearing them out, it's because they're wearing themselves out, basically. That's it. That's it, praise God. All right, jump up this morning. See, and I said jump up and only two of you jumped up. The rest of you just stood up. You're already in disobedience. That was a little late. That was obedience, but it was late obedience. That's right, it was late obedience. Alright, raise your right hand. Put your left hand on your heart. On your heart. You got a heart right there in the middle of your chest. She don't know right or left. You got to help her. She don't know right or left. You got to help her. All right. Say, I decide to live in the kingdom of God. I will choose to believe the word at all times. In the attack. Out of the attack. Before the attack, attack. after the attack, attack, I choose choose to join join the crazy club club this morning. morning. I believe believe God's word word is yes yes and amen. amen. I am blessed, I am am healed, I am anointed, I am am a king, I am a priest priest in the kingdom of God. God. And I choose victory victory. in every area of of my life starting today in Jesus, name. In Jesus' name. All right, give the Lord a hand clap this morning.